Welcome to the UCM Interface Bible Study Podcast, isang Bible study podcast by Pinoy's for Pinoy's, hosted by UCM Interface, ang Young Adults Community ng Union Church of Manila. Taglish, conversational, expository slash inductive study method. Di kami experts, most of us are young professionals, but we do try our best to study context and let scripture speak for itself. Taming mga book studies and special topics, yung goal namin is to provide you with materials to help you live, work, speak, and serve as a follower of Jesus. Christ. Thank you for joining us. At kung trip yung tong ginagawa namin, please subscribe and share to your friends and family. So, introductions! Sige, uh, pakilala natin yung pinakabago. Hi, I'm Arvin, associate pastor sa Joy Christian Fellowship. You heard my pastor, John Hukalenya, before in this podcast. Mm-hmm. And I'm also a software engineer. Oh, so, nice. katulad ni John, bi-vocational ka din. Yeah. Maganda yung right, model so na ganyan. Kasi, alam mo naman dito sa Pilipinas, hindi lahat ng simbahan kaya magsustento ng full-time pastors nila. Kaya congrats, napakaganda ng modelo nyo yan. Tsaka I bet <laughs> the experience of working and seeing the marketplace, Tama. you get to really experience kung ano yung Oo, you are <laughs> yeah, the rubber meets the road. Yeah. Mm. And then? Second timer right here, Jigo, head social media strategist, then Suedius Network, and it's good to be back. Nice. Jigo was part of a last episode, Daniel 9. At ako naman si Rainier, director ng Young Adults Ministry sa Union Church of Manila. At binabati ko kayo mula sa Pioneer Mandaluyo. <laughs> oh, ako galing sa Antipolo. Yeah, I'm here in Makati. Dito naman, galing QC. Ang <laughs> layo din. Oh, QC. Okay. Uh, siguro napansin na nating mga listeners na yung audio quality namin nag-drop from our other episodes. Pasensya na, kasi kami, along with you, along with the rest of the world, <laughs> ay naka-quarantine. Hindi <laughs> kami lumalabas ang bahay. Dahil sa virus, yeah. first time namin gawin yung remote setup na ganito. Kaya it's not our usual setup. Magkakasama uh, kami, then we have our microphones and everything. Pero we really wanted to deliver and update the podcast. Especially during this time na lahat ng tao na sa bahay lang, maraming oras. Mm-hmm. Plus, there's also this heavy feeling of hopelessness and fear around eh, no? Oo eh. Totoo yan. And ang hope namin is that by continuing our study through Daniel, especially for those na updated doon sa episodes na sa Daniel 9 na, maririmind tayo na God is sovereign over this world. God is sovereign over everything that happens even through this difficult time na mayroon tayong virus. Kaya tuloy yung programa sa iba-ibang mga lugar <laughs> ng uh, Metro Manila. Oh, ng Metro Manila. <laughs> okay, before we start, short recap of Daniel 9. Ang naging emphasis natin yung prayer ni Daniel. Yes, yes prayer. Dumating na yung close to the 70th year sa prophecy ni Jeremiah. Makakauwi na silang Mm. Mabalik na sila ng Jerusalem. Pero hindi masaya si Daniel eh, sa balita. Nahiya siya sa Panginoon. Talagang hiyang-hiya siya. Dahil sa tinagal-tagal nila sa Babylon, hindi pa rin nagbago yung mga Jews. So, to us belongs open shame, yung mga ganyan-ganyan, di ba? Pero hindi lang yun. May dumating. Oh, Merong bisita. Maganda yung sinabi. Tapos ng gulo. <laughs> Ganda na eh. Dumating si Gabriel. Mm-hmm. Merong pinakitang vision sa kanya. Pero bago yun, tinawag siyang highly esteemed. Dito oh, medyo nakakatunaw oh. eh. No? He is God's beloved. Love. He is highly esteemed by Yahweh. Greatly loved. Mm-hmm. Yes. Amis. Right. <laughs> At dito din, meron tayo dito medyo nakakahilong portion ng prophecy. Pero na-trace natin na, ah, teka, tumugma ito dun sa arrival with Jesus. Right. Sa traditional view na to, pinakita yung, yung mga mangyayaring to, dinitalya na ito yung panahon ng pagdating ng anointed one. 
lot. Pero, kala natin, victorious na. Alagad, hindi pa rin eh. Meron pa rin yung kaaway. Lalaban pa rin at lalaban. Uh-huh. Lalaban at lalaban. But in the end, it's still God who will triumph. See, the last verse there is, until the decreed end is poured out on the desolator. So parang, nakasulat na na happy ending eh. Then that should give us comfort, even through uh, the hardship. Tama. And now, we're gonna go through Daniel 10. Pero before we start, let's read through Daniel 10. 3, 2, 1, and... Daniel 10. In the third year of Cyrus, king of Persia, a word was revealed to Daniel, who was named Belteshazzar. And the word was true, and it was a great conflict. And he understood the word and had understanding of the vision. In those days, I, Daniel, was mourning for three weeks. I ate no delicacies, no meat or wine entered my mouth nor did I anoint myself at all for the full three weeks. On the twenty-fourth day of the first month, as I was standing on the bank of the great river, that is, the Tigris, I lifted up my eyes and looked, and behold, a man clothed in linen, with a belt of fine gold from Upaz around his waist. His body was like beryl, his face like the appearance of lightning his eyes like flaming torches, his arms and legs like the gleam of burnished bronze, and the sound of his words like the sound of a multitude. And I, Daniel, alone saw the vision, for the men who were with me did not see the vision, but a great trembling fell upon them, and they fled to hide themselves. So I was left alone and saw this great vision, and no strength was left in me. My radiant appearance was fearfully changed, and I retained no strength. Then I heard the sound of his words, and as I heard the sound of his words, I fell on my face, in deep sleep, with my face to the ground. And behold, a hand touched me and set me trembling on my hands and knees, and he said to me, O Daniel, man greatly loved, understand the words that I speak to you, and stand upright, for now I have been sent to you. And when he had spoken this word to me, I stood up trembling. Then he said to me, Fear not, Daniel, for from the first day that you set your heart to understand and humbled yourself before your God, your words have been heard, and I have come because of your words. The prince of the kingdom of Persia withstood me twenty-one days, but Michael, one of the chief princes, came to help me, for I was left there with the kings of Persia and came to make you understand what is to happen to your people in the latter days. For the vision is for days yet to come. When he had spoken to me according to these words, I turned my face toward the ground and was mute. And behold, one in the likeness of the children of man touched my lips. Then I opened my mouth and spoke. I said to him who stood before me, O my Lord, By reason of the vision, pains have come upon me, and I retain no strength. How can my Lord's servant talk with my Lord? For now, no strength remains in me, and no breath is left in me. Again, one having the appearance of a man touched me and strengthened me, and he said, O man greatly loved, fear not, peace be with you, be strong and of good courage. And as he spoke to me, I was strengthened and said, Let my Lord speak, for you have strengthened me. Then he said, 
Do you know why I have come to you? But now, I will return to fight against the Prince of Persia. And when I go out, behold, the Prince of Greece will come. But I will tell you what is inscribed in the Book of Truth. There is none who contends by my side against these except Michael, your prince. 21 verses. Anong parts ng discussion natin, Rainier? Verses 1 to 3 muna. Ito yung may kita natin yung parang pagluluksana naman ni Daniel. Okay. Tapos verses 4 to 11, na may papakitang heavenly vision. At pagkatapos nun, sa 12 to 21, ipapakita sa atin yung celestial or heavenly conflict going on. Okay. Game na ba tayo? Game. 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 May tanong muna ako sa inyo. Okay. Imagine yourselves na lumipat kayo ng isang syudad at maghahanap kayo ng bagong home church ninyo. Ano kaya ang mga magiging criteria ninyo? Unahin natin si Jiko. For me, what I'm really looking for is the community. Ah. The community that will help you get closer. Kasi no matter how hard, how rigid, you read the word. If there's no one urging you or that conversation telling you, na, okay, how do you do this? How do you apply this? Who would help you? move forward yun for me community people who will walk with you through hell and high water yes it's very true ako naman ano uh, one uh, significant thing na gusto kong makita o hinahanap ko for a church is the pulpit I mean the preaching mm. and on how strong they are in the gospel and the bible before ako naging believer tagano ay vice ako it's it's uh, oh, okay. uh, hindi pa ako Christian noon and I've been attending born again churches before most of them okay naman but may particular teaching si which is actually nabanggit nung isa sa mga series nyo yung mga misused verses. Mm. <laughs> Ito yung madalas na naririnig ko sa kanila. Lalo na nakapag-offertory. Magbigay ka, mabalik sa iyo ng siksik, liglig, at mag-uumapaw. Sa sobrang palagi kong naririnig yon sa iba't ibang born-again churches sa lugar namin. Talagang tumimu siya sa akin. Yan yung talagang okay. Next week ko na ito sa portion na to ng program. Ito yung sasabihin nung. But when I came to our church, medyo nagiba yung perspective. Yung turo pala sa verse 9 is different. Doon din ako nagkaroon ng turning point sa buhay ko when I received Jesus Christ and, and yung parang nagkaroon ng relationship sa kanya. Sa pamamagitan ng kung sa papaan na-interpret yung, yung Bible itself. Yeah. Mm, so, okay. napakalaking bagay sa akin yung interpretation. Okay. Ang pulpito, mahalaga para sa'yo. Yes, mm. yes. Yeah. Ito naman, Gutsch, anong criteria? Sa akin, ang gusto ko, yung sasabihin sa akin, ayayaman ako eh. <laughs> 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 no, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. But in truth, very important para sa akin yung exposition of the word. Very important sa akin rin ang pulpit. Mm-hmm. Ako naman, sangayan ako sa inyong lahat. Pero dadagdagan ko yung community tsaka yung pulpito. Sa akin kasi, mahalaga din service. Paano ako maglilingkod sa simbahan na ito? That's nice. Yeah. Tuloy natin. Gusto ko kasi tandaan natin yan eh. Bakit tayo may criteria? Anong criteria natin? Kasi mamaya, sa pagtatapos ng pag-aaral natin ng Daniel chapter 10, baka meron tayo mag-iiba na namang perspective sa church involvement natin. Okay? Ngayon, puntahan muna natin yung verses 1 to 3. Uh, mapapansin niyo kailan nga raw nangyari? In the third year of Cyrus King of Persia. King of Persia. O, oh, pangatlong taon na niya. At meron ditong who was called Belteshazzar. Bakit kaya binanggit ito, yung Belteshazzar? Eh, huling nabanggit ito, mga chapter 5 pa. Biglang sumulpot na naman yung pangalan na yan. Pangalan ni Daniel sa Babylon. Dito sa chapter 10. Although it's more like a parenthetical comment. Dito sa ating English Bibles. Anong sa tingin nyo? Bakit kaya binanggit ito? The end of chapter 9, they were already about to be set free. Kabaga nawala na yung reign ni Babylon. They just wanted to 
make it known or at least make it significant na there was already that transition. Tapos na yung time ni Babylon. Yes, yeah. Pero kahit wala na yung Babylonians, ginagamit pa rin yung Babylonian name ni Daniel doon. And he remains an exile even at the end of his life. Kung iisipin, yung nakakalungkot din, ano? Kung iisipin natin. <laughs> yeah. In fact, hindi nga uwi si Daniel sa Jerusalem. Eh. Oh. Doon siya abutan sa Babylon, which now belongs to the Persian kingdom. Actually, sa Ezra, doon yung pagbabalik nila. Yung first batch yata ng mga Jews dito ay nakandun na sa Jerusalem. And si Daniel isang dito pa. Tama, hindi na siya nakabalik talaga. Uh, At itong third year of King Cyrus na binanggit dito, this is two years after Gabriel's appearance in chapter 9. He mourned for three weeks, no? At sinabi doon na uh, hindi siya, ano nga yung mga hindi niya kinain? Tasty food, meat, wine. O lahat ng masasarap na pagkain. Yeah. Actually, ito'y medyo, kasi alam niyo naman, medyo mataas na rin naman yung position ni Daniel. Eh. Kasama na sa regular diet niya. May access na siya sa ganyan dahil mataas ang kanyang position sa kingdom. Pero he denied himself mm. sa mga privileges na ito. At isa pa, nakakapagtaka dito yung I used no lotions. Ointment. So, yung personal hygiene. Alam nyo naman, dito sa lugar nila, medyo mainit, medyo mm-hmm. dry. Kaya kailangan, normal talaga yung mga lotion, lotion. Pero para lang yun sa mga may kaya. So, yung mga niceties of personal grooming. Okay, yun. Kinalimutan na niya, di ba? Ano kaya yung motibo niya? Ba't hindi na niya kinakain yung mga masasarap na pagkain? Bakit pati yung kanyang personal grooming, hindi na lang muna niya pinansin yun for three weeks? Bakit kaya? I think it's because parang how can I enjoy these things when my people are suffering? Right. I, I think so. Kasi ito yung mga bagay na ginagawa natin for ourselves. Ginawa to ni Daniel na for three weeks, I want to focus on God and my people. Siguro kayo nakapag-fasting na kayo, di ba? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pag nagka-fast tayo, ganun din yung ginagawa natin. We are redirecting our focus or our attention to God and the things we're praying for, not ourselves. Mm-hmm. Okay, ituloy pa natin. Kasi dito na sa verse 4, may time marker tayo. Nangyari ito, on the 24th day of the first month, as I was standing on the bank of the great river, that is the Tigris. Una, tingnan natin, ha, yung pag-mourn ulit ni Daniel. Kasi yung ipinakita sa kanya, it's concerning a great war. At kaya kailangang paghandaan. Kaya ngayon, dito naman sa verse 4, may pinakita na sa kanya. Mm-hmm. Una, nakatayo daw siya sa bank ng isang great river, itong Tigris. Tigris. Pag tingin niya sa taas, ano yung nakita niya? At paano niyo i-describe yung nakita niya? I lifted my eyes and looked and behold, there was a certain man dressed in linen whose waist was girded with a belt of pure gold of upas. Parang heavenly being. Yeah. Sa heavenly being, oh. Tapos, ano, sige nga, imagine niyo pag nakita niyo to. Ano, ano, anong klase itong image na, nakik- na pinakita sa kanya? Parang medyo super saiyan na <laughs> ewan eh. <laughs> Actually, iniisip ko siya, sa verse 6 kasi sabi, his face had the appearance of lightning. So, ang hirap ma-imagine, anong klaseng mukha? Tapos na flaming torches yung mata niya. Uh, I guess sa kanila, ito na lang yung kung ano yung mag-grasp nila eh, di ba? Grabe, parang yeah. siya lightning. Eyes oh. niya parang torches, di ba? Mm-hmm. Pero ngayon, dahil meron tayong artists who have created so many things, uh, video games and Netflix, if we had seen this, maybe we would have more references, more oh. words. Kumbaga, ginagamit lang niya kung ano yung mga bagay na nasa paligid niya to describe this man. It's a very, very strange vision. Pero ito pa ang mas nakakapagtaka. 
sa verse 7, siya lang nakakita. Yung ibang mga taong nandun, hindi nila nakita to. Pero meron silang naramdaman. Pero kay Daniel lang pinakita. Yung iba, naramdaman lang nila. Saan yung nga ulit na-encounter yung ganitong experience? Sino ang may ganitong experience? Was it Paul? Tama, sa Acts chapter 9. Ano nga yung nakita ni Paul? So, sa chapter 5, And he said, Who are you, Lord? And he said, I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting. But rise and enter the city, and you will be told what you are to do. The men who were traveling with him stood speechless, hearing the voice, but seeing no one. Wow. Uh-huh. Audible lang ito, at klaro lang ito, kay Paul, kay Saul. or uh-huh. kay Saul. Pero yung iba, hindi parang meron lang silang naramdaman. Nahulog lang <laughs> sa <si> Saul. <laughs> <laughs> Pero dito naman, kung balikan natin yung kay Daniel, tignan nyo yung naging reaksyon ng mga tao sa verse 7. Nagsitaguan sila, takbuhan and nagtago. Di ba? Paano nyo ipapaliwanag ito? Hindi naman nila nakita pero may naramdaman sila. At ano yung naramdaman nila para kumaripas sila magtago? Some great spiritual presence na oh. overwhelming. Mm. Pero kung babalikan nga ulit natin yung experience ni Isaiah, nakita rin niyang si Yahweh. Mm-hmm. Diba? Again, ang sinabi niya sa sarili niya, Woe is me. I'm a man of unclean lips. Every time na magpapakita o magpaparamdam ang Diyos o ang sugo niya, because of God's holiness, palaging ganun yung mararamdaman ng isang makasalanan. Mm. Yeah. Actually, to add then, Rainier, no, dun sinak- sa verse 4 ng Isaiah chapter 6, which is yung uh, na-reference natin, sabi rito, And the foundations of the thresholds trembled at the voice of him who called out. So parang it's the same din dito. Parang they tremble and run away. Right. Yeah, right. and uh, I think the presence of heavenly beings, it's like powerful. Overwhelming. Overwhelming. Yeah. And then, ano nangyari sa kanya? So this would be 8 and 9. Um, no strength was left in me. Uh-huh. My radiant appearance was fearfully changed and I retained no strength. Right. I fell on my face in deep sleep with my face to the ground. Sinuntok. Actually, ganyan talaga. Pagpagod na pagod ka eh. Makakatulog ka na lang talaga. Just also imagine, di ba? This is, this is a guy who's like what? 80 to 90 years old. Right. Plus, nag-fasting siya. Wala pa siyang kinakain nito. Oh, fasting pa. <laughs> Pakikitaan mo ng oh. heavenly being, di ba? Usually, di ba? Pagka matatanda na, huwag niyo i-stress out yan. Baka ma-heart attack yan. Eh. Biglang may mm-hmm. lilitaw na angel. <laughs> Pero ito na naman kasi yun eh yung, yung response before mm. a divine being Eh ito, hindi pa nga si Yahweh ito eh Sugo pa lang ni Yahweh ito eh mm. Ganito na yung reaction Palaging ganyan eh Maski nga yung mga shepherds sa Gospel of Luke Nung record ni Luke yung naging reaction ng mga shepherds When they saw the, the angel uh. And then later on the multitude ba diba? yung unang reaction sa angel Natakot sila mm. Actually, ang ganda eh Kasi while he does say Ito sa verse 11 and 12 yeah. he's trembling and everything and then a hand touched me and set me trembling on my hands and knees and then he said oh Daniel man greatly loved mm. yeah ano naman yung matamit just imagine as we go through the story we know that this angel came through war battle gear mukha talaga siyang fearsome he appears in front of Daniel and it's like you're greatly loved wow diba? <laughs> 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 
Kaya naman sa verse 11, pag tayo, ginising pa siya, knockout na nga siya. Oh, oh, ito mo na ammonia, bangon ka dyan. Tapos, pag-akyat niya, he was trembling. Yeah, yeah. Nanginginig pa rin siya. Ito, sa verse 12, tuloy pa rin yung pagsasalita ng messenger. Sinabi niya, o oh, Daniel, kamatakot ha, tignan niya to. Since the first day that you set your mind to gain understanding and to humble yourself before your God, your words were heard. And I have come in response to them. Kailan kaya to? Ano kaya yung tinutukoy na since the first day? Since Prayer ba ito ni Daniel? It was in reference to the three weeks ah, na fasting. Ah, fasting. Ah, oh. Oh. Ano raw nangyari? Since the first day. Nakikinig na. Oo. Oh, oh. 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 Response na. I mean, may response oh, na dahil, may response na. Meron na agad, no? Kaya nga, the Lord commissioned this messenger, this angelic messenger, with the answer to Daniel's petition. Kasi di ba na he fasted for three weeks, pero first day pa lang daw, oh. ay kinig na ang Diyos sa'yo. Oh. Bakit siya pinakikinggan? Kasi nga, he is... Highly esteemed. A man greatly loved. Yes, highly esteemed. Greatly loved. Mm. Wow, hindi nasasayang yung mga sinasabi natin sa prayers. Amen. It reminds us of the behind-the-scenes happening when we're praying, yeah. I guess. That's true. Mm-hmm. Pero ito pa ha, hindi pa tapos. Very encouraging naman to na pinakikinggan siya ng Diyos. Ito nga kasi yung purpose din ni Daniel eh. Sabi sa verse 12, You set your mind to gain understanding and to humble yourself before your God. Tamang heart, no? tamang attitude. Tapos, tingnan natin itong verse 13 kasi ito yung medyo kagimbal-gimbal na mga revelations. So now we're on yeah. the last part na which is 12 to 21. Ito right. na yung behind behind the scenes. Oh, behind the scenes or the unseen realm. Uh, mm-hmm. And there's a conflict happening in this unseen realm. At ito ngayon yung ipapaliwanag kay Daniel. Sige, mm-hmm. so let's read 13 and 14 maybe. Okay. The prince of the kingdom of Persia which stood 21 days but Michael, one of the chief princes, came to help me for I was left there with the kings of Persia and came to make you understand what is to happen to your people mm-hmm. in the latter days. For the vision is for days yet to come. Alright, so nangyari dito, there's a prince in the kingdom of Persia and I guess this is a spiritual being, di ba? Yeah, heavenly being. Kasi spiritual being yung nagkasalita dito, di malabang if uh-huh. withstood me, o di malabang spiritual being din to. So ibig sabihin, alam natin this prince of the Persian kingdom is not Cyrus. Yeah, mm. yeah. Uh, there's somebody huh? else there. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. At saka ganong katagal daw yung how long did this conflict last? 21 days. days. 21 days weeks. of non-stop struggle. At ganito rin katagal yung fasting, fasting. Ni, fasting ni Daniel. Uh-huh. So it seems like this was happening. Parang concurrent na nangyayari. Mm-hmm. Na habang may binubuno si Daniel, meron ding nangyayari sa kalangitan. Mm-hmm. Pero ito yun eh. May prince of Persia. Mm-hmm. Anong kahulugan nito? There is that being na nakikipaglaban mismo dun sa anghel ng Diyos. And he is called the prince of the Persian kingdom. Evil representative? Evil angel? Right, Demonic right. spiritual being. Uh-huh. Tama yun. Pero, bukod pa dun, anong pinapakita sa atin dito? Na may gera in the heavenly realms. Yes, pero bakit prince of Persia? In fact, 
kung tumalun pa tayo sa verse 20, meron pang Prince of Greece. Oh, yeah. Pero wala pa siya sa eksena. So if you have the Prince of Persia and the Prince of Greece, ang alam natin, ang Persia at that time, ang pinakamakapangyarihan. At parating pa lang, in fact, after Persia will be the Empire of Greece. Anong pinapakita sa atin dito? Behind these superpowers are... Evil counterparts. But evil <laughs> spiritual beings. Mm-hmm. And they are... Against God. And yet, they represent these superpowers. Parang teritoryo nila to. Yes. Iyon oh. e, na nga dito eh. Kasi kung tutuusin natin, kung babasahin natin again yung Romans 13, ang mandate sa mga governing authorities ay galing lang sa Diyos. Mm-hmm. Dapat kasi, itong mga governing authorities na to, si Cyrus, diba nung, nung nakaraan, si Nebuchadnezzar, ang kapangyarihan nila dapat galing lang sa Diyos. But what did they do with the power or the mandate that was given to them? Naging arrogant sila. Bukod doon, hindi lang arrogance, how did they wield their power? Against God. They used it against the one who gave them the authority. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nag-rebel sila. Ang ibig sabihin itong rebellion na to, dapat sana naintindihan nila yung mandate nila, authority nila. Sino na ngayon ang power behind them? They have given their allegiance to evil, to the evil enemy. beings. Yeah, right. Evil beings. To the enemy. Uh-huh. Yan ang nangyayari sa mga powerful people. When they abuse the power or authority that's given to them by God, ang mangyayari niyan, the devil or Satan will take over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Diba? Kasi nandun na yung allegiance nila, hindi naman kay God. Eh, because they never actually recognize God or never acknowledge God as the source of everything that they have. Right, right. As we go through the next few verses then, starting from 13 nga, Prince of the Kingdom of Persia, Prince of Greece, there's this battle that's happening about chief princess. There's spiritual warfare everywhere. We just don't see. I think that's the, the misconception when we say heaven and earth. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people think that heaven is a geographical location somewhere that's far away. Pero hindi eh. It's actually a realm around us that's affecting the earth realm. The earthly realm. Kasi yeah may intersection siya na hindi natin nakikita. Kaya nga dito, mm-hmm. nung binanggit na may Prince of Persia, may Prince of Greece, ang nakakatawa dito, there are spiritual powers behind every human institution. Even the government. Yes. Naisip ko nga rito, may mga representative talaga eh. I mean, uh-huh. may mga designated certain evil angel for this. Yeah. Yeah. That's scary, huh? Yeah. It's uh-huh. very scary. And very specific dito sa Book of Daniel na ang ginagamit ng kaaway ni Satanas ay gobyo no. Mm-hmm. The kingdom of Persia and then the kingdom of Greece and then the kingdom of Rome. Pero lahat niya naging instrumento ng demonyo. I think it's in government, rulership, it's a concentration of so much power mm-hmm. that it's, ito, I keep quoting this, I, I may have quoted this already from an episode before, yung any person can go through adversity but if you want to see a man's true character give him power. At lalabas talaga ang totoo niya ang kulay. Lalabas talaga kung ano yung nasa loob. Which is, without submission to Jesus, we mm-hmm. will take the devil's offer when Jesus was in the wilderness for 40 days. Mm-hmm. Worship me and I'll give all of this to you. Mm-hmm. And all of this, that's what we value. So yeah, we'll take it. <laughs> Kabaligtaran nito, nang pinakita sa atin na sa ilang characters sa Bible, halimbawa, si Daniel na lang, mataas naman ang position sa government. Inabuso ba ni Daniel yung authority na meron siya? No. Ginamit niya sa tama to glorify God. Tingnan pa natin yung before Daniel, isa pang umangat sa position. Paano niya ginamit yung authority na meron siya? He was the second most powerful person in Egypt. He was diba? given the signet ring, di ba? Parang easy signature nung hari. Exactly. <laughs> Blank check. 
<laughs> Pero paano niya ginamit? For the common good, not just in Egypt, but also in the neighboring countries. Oh, oh tama yun, tama yun. Kasi mm-hmm. through Joseph, na-fulfill yung talagang mission ng Panginoon na binigay pa niya kay Abraham. Ang gagawin kasi ng mga descendants si Abraham eh. Diba? Mm-hmm. Yung lahat ng descendants will bless the nations. Oh, mm-hmm. ayan, nangyari kay Joseph. At ganito pa rin yung nangyayari kay Daniel. He's, he became a blessing to so many. Mm-hmm. Ganun sana ang paggamit ng power. Right. Hindi ka dapat self-serving. Kaya nga, behind all these horrors lang na nakikita natin sa mundo ngayon, minsan ang author niyan talaga yung tayo-tayo lang eh. And especially, human institutions na wala nang ginawa kundi sirain ang buhay ng tao at uh, commit injustices. Behind all of that, there is a spiritual force. Spiritual beings behind it. Tama-tama. Chapter 10, pinapakita kay Daniel na ito yung nangyari around you ah. Bigyan natin pansin yung 15 to 19, di ba hinimatay siya, etc. Mm-hmm. Sabi dito sa verse 15, I bowed with my face toward the ground and was speechless. Oo nga naman, ano pang masasabi mo? <laughs> Hindi niya ma-process yung nakikita niya. <laughs> then one who looked like a man touched my lips and I opened my mouth and began to speak. I said to the one standing before me, I am overcome with anguish because of the vision, my Lord, and I feel very weak. How can I, your servant, talk with you, my Lord? My strength is gone and I can hardly breathe. Pakita ang ka ng ganong klaseng vision. Can a finite human being process that and take that? Given pa yung situation niya, gutom siya dyan. That's hard. Masabi nga natin kanina, di ba? He's like 80 to 90 years old, three weeks fasting. Buti lang, hindi siya namatay Torture yan. <laughs> Pero na-sandwich siya nung description kung sino siya. Yeah, Sabi yeah. Sa 19. Do not be afraid. You are highly esteemed. Di ba earlier, sinabi rin, you are highly esteemed. You are beloved by God. You are greatly loved by God. So from 11, sinandwich siya uh, ng 19, 11 and 19 na, uh, oh man, greatly loved. At least at translation ko, oh man, greatly loved. Nasandwich doon yung pinakitang vision at saka yung reaction niya. It's a very physical reaction. Ang hirap para sa mga tulad natin at our finite beings and all these eternal stuff being revealed to someone like Daniel. Pero, bakit? Anong kahalagahan itong pag-sandwich na to sa greatly esteemed din sa lahat ng mga bagay na nangyari sa loob ng sandwich na yun, ng bracket na yun, ng highly esteemed, highly esteemed, great love, greatly loved. Ang nasa utak ko lang ngayon, it's more of the reassurance of what's happening and God needs to reassure kung ikaw yung nasabihan nun. Kasi ako ngayon parang nakaka-overwhelm din siya. Tingin ko dito kasi yung grabe yung privilege ng isang taong katulad ni Daniel. One who is highly esteemed by God Whatever God deems is important for Daniel to know, ibibigay niya yan kay Daniel. Remember, ano ba yung hinihingi ni Daniel nun? Wisdom. Mm. And then the posture of his heart was humility. Grabe, ipapakita ng Diyos yun sa'yo ang dapat mong malaman. And I think that's why Daniel was wise and very discerning. He knew sa buong karyer niya, sa paglilingkod sa mga evil superpowers na to, he could discern what is evil, what is right, what is wrong, what is good. Alam niya lahat yan. Because God is guiding him. Mm-hmm. Ito yung privilege ng isang tao na kinoconsider ng Diyos na highly esteemed. Greatly loved. Or greatly loved by God. Yun nga lang, overwhelming para sa isang tao na, you know, you know, you're 
you're a finite being. It's overwhelming, but it's a privilege to know that. Naisip ko lang din ngayon. Grabe na yung empathy ni Daniel with that discernment. Kasi honestly, kaya ako nasabi overwhelming kanina. Kasi if you were at that point where you heard that news, you're already desensitized. Eh. Currently, when we hear something, it doesn't matter to us. It doesn't, it doesn't affect mm. us. Right, right. Pero sa wow. kanya, grabe, with that discernment comes great empathy. Maganda mm. yan, maganda. Oh. Kaya with what oh. he's doing, the prayers, the fasting, would we even get to that discernment? Tsaka, Majumon, after almost uh, how many years was this? No, 70 na siya. 70, oh. Oh, so, so mga 70 ano? years. 70 years. Nung-mourn pa rin siya for the same thing. That, that got them in trouble in the first place. Mm-hmm. Rather than say na, yeah, ganun talaga eh. Our people have been doing it for 70 years, but it's still wrong from day one to 70 years after. Ito nga lang tayo, let's say, in the Philippines, seeing corruption actually desensitizes us already. And when a government official does a good job, he's patronized, he's put on a pedestal, whereas he's mm-hmm. just really doing his job. Uh-huh. It's as if it's something new. Hey, this guy is good, but why is this guy good? He's just doing his job. Ganun na kababa yung standards natin. <laughs> But yeah, I agree with Gigo, yung tipong, have we been desensitized by evil in the world? Or are we mourning for it? Yeah, that's true. Uh, ito nga eh. Ewan ko ah, kasi there were some instances na nagiging emotional talaga ako. Yung ma-remind lang ako dun sa crucifixion of Jesus. Alam mo, minsan paulit-ulit na yung kwentong yan. Pag Holy Week, lalo sa mga Pilipino, di ba? Na-highlight sa atin yung mga Pilipino yung crucifixion during the Holy Week. Pero minsan parang meron ng numbness. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, alam ko na yan. Di ba? Pati yung mensahe ng death of Jesus on the cross, desensitized tayo. Mm-hmm. May numbness na tayo doon. Palagi ko, hindi natin nakikita ang Diyos for who He is. Kaya tinan si Daniel, talagang pag merong vision, may visitation ng isang divine being, nanginginig, may, di ba, nararamdaman niya talaga. Mm-hmm. Alam niya na makasalanan siya and He is before the presence of a holy being, of a holy God. Mm-hmm. Tayo ba when we go to church, when we worship, ganito rin kaya yung nararamdaman natin na ito na, sasamba na kami as a community and we're approaching a holy God. Meron pa kaya tayong ganung pagkilala? Minsan kasi mas mabilis tayong tumalun dun sa I'm greatly loved. Yun ang lagi nating takeaway eh. Oh, I'm greatly loved. Oh, I'm highly esteemed by God. Kaya tingnan mo yung mga worship songs natin ngayon. Parang kinakantahan nung mga tao, boyfriend. Parang gano'n. He hugs me. Embraces me. Uh, nawawala naman dun yung the holiness and the awe and the fear. Oh, right. Actually, to add dun sa yung sa tanong ni Rainier na nakaramdaman pa ba natin to kapag tayo pumupunta ng church? Actually, kung ang sagot dun, mahirap. Lalo pa kasi sa situation natin ngayon na ang church gathering o mass gathering is prohibited. Kung dun pa lang, mahirapan na tayo to remember this who God is, yung kung saan tayo we approach the holiness of God. Paano pa kaya Oh, I mean, do, do we still worship in the same way when we're mm-hmm. in our rooms on a Sunday? church? Do we still feel so much awe when we mm-hmm. read the Bible, even if it's not delivered to us by a pastor? Right. Do we still see the, the power and the awesomeness in the Word when we're just in our couch? At karamihan ngayon, yung iba mga simbahan na may access sa internet technology, ang ginagawa nila, yung online, yung mga services, pero anong disposition mo pag nanonood ka nun? Para ka lang bang nanonood ng sine na naka-popcorn ka? <laughs> <Di ba? laughs> ano ba yun? <laughs> 
actually nga guys, even before going into a community setting, how many times would you even ask for God to search your heart? Eh? Is there that thirst for it? Mm. Eh? Yeah. Yeah. Search yeah. your heart. Yung gantong desire of Daniel, not just to mourn, but also to hear from God na fervent prayer of it. I think we're ready to wrap it up, no? Itong discussion natin. Kanina, tinanong ko kayo kung ano yung magiging criteria ninyo kung kayo ay napalipat sa isang syudad and you're going to find a new home church after studying Daniel chapter 10. May nag-iba ba ngayon sa ating mga criteria yung sinabi kanina? Ako, sige. Kasi ngayon, parang even if there's community, where's your ano, accountability? Mm. Given that scenario, when I'm looking for the church, I'm gonna look for a church that challenges me in my faith. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Looking for a community who will remind you that this is all spiritual warfare. Oh, you're not looking for like a holy huddle, pampering lang. There's a war, not just out there, but also in here. You're looking for a group of men and women who will fight the spiritual war with you. Right. Yes. I agree. You couldn't have said any better. A community that's ready to engage in spiritual warfare. Ah. Diba? Ito yung reality pala natin eh. Mm. Hindi natin nakikita. May mga behind the scenes. Mm. Kasi nga, pinakita dito sa atin sa chapter na to, that there are spiritual realities behind human conflict. Mm-hmm. Diba? Mm-hmm. meron tayong mga hindi nakikitang realities na ganyan in the spiritual realm. And also a community who will regularly preach the gospel to you. Like this angel, in verse 19, di ba? He keeps reminding Daniel, you are greatly loved. Peace be with you. Take courage. Be courageous. Mm. Do not be afraid. We need a community who's committed to preach the same gospel to us every time. Lalo-lalo na sa mga panahon ngayon na madaling ma-discourage, madaling mawala ng right. pag-aasa, and nakakalimutan natin kung sino tayo, yung identity natin. And we need someone who will point us back. Oh, this is your identity. Uh-huh. So start again from here. Yeah. Right. I agree with you because we only win the battle through the gospel. Mm. Ang gospel kasi ito yung announcement ng good news na hey, victorious yung hari natin. Victorious si Jesus. So that's how we win this spiritual battle. It's always through the gospel. So yeah, so to our listeners, that's Daniel 10. I think Daniel 10 really feels like a long introduction ano, mm-hmm. to what's gonna be revealed sa 11 and 12. Parang sinasabi kay Daniel na, itong mangyayari, mga susunod na to, tingnan mo kung ano yung nangyayari behind the scenes. The unseen realm that's happening along all this evil stuff that's gonna be happening between the Persians and the Greeks and everything. Understand that there's a mm-hmm. spiritual mm-hmm. warfare behind it. And yeah, everything mm-hmm. is spiritual warfare behind ungodly governments, ungodly ideologies, and all the mm-hmm. evils in history, there are demonic forces. Mm. And then you think, it's not an exaggeration. It feels an exaggeration, but it really is not. No, it's not. Last seen in Daniel 10. And so, every time we pray, we remember that we are at war. Because of who we are in Christ, we can approach the throne of grace with confidence. Mm. With confidence. Mm. And wow, what a privilege that is. Right, right. That we have been given assurance. Oh, the assurance that God will hear us when we pray. As we wrap it up, itong ating discussion, please read itong tinatawag nating Christian Divine Warfare Manifesto in Ephesians chapter 6, verses 10 to 18. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of His might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand firm. Stand therefore, 
having fastened on the belt of truth, and having put on the breastplate of righteousness, and as shoes for your feet, having put on the readiness given by the gospel of peace. In all circumstances, take up the shield of faith, with which you can extinguish all the flaming darts of the evil one, and take the helmet of salvation, and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, praying at all times in the Spirit, with all prayer and supplication. To that end, keep alert with all perseverance, making supplication for all the saints. Amen and amen. amen. Thank you for joining us and see you on the next episode. Yeah, thank you for joining us. Uh, God bless and stay safe. Thanks for joining us in the UCM Interface Bible Study Podcast. If you want to know more about our ministry, follow UCM Interface on Facebook and Instagram or email us at ucminterface at gmail.com. Join us in Union Church of Manila, Rada Corner Legaspi, Makati City.